Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Tammy Carter with Word Alive Bible Study. It's another Wednesday night uh, that we're going to be teaching on the power gifts. Uh, We've been teaching on the healing series for a while. And so we went into the gifts of the Spirit But out of the nine gifts of the Spirit, we've been talking about the power gifts, those being the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healing. So we spent quite a bit of time, or I've spent quite a bit of time teaching on uh, the gift of faith and the working of miracles. So tonight, I'm going to primarily just focus on the gifts of healing. So before we go into the Word, we're going to have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you, O God, for tonight. We worship you, we honor you, and we adore you. Father, we pray, O God, that you will strengthen us on tonight. We pray that you will give us fresh anointing, that you will anoint us from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. We thank you, O God, for the the anointing that makes preaching easy. We thank you, O God, that you will strengthen us with might by your spirit in the inward man. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for fresh anointing. We thank you for opening up our ears that we may be able to hear what you're saying. Open up our eyes that we might be able to see, oh God. Oh, Father, let all of our senses be heightened, Father, so that we will sense your presence, that we will be sensitive to the moving of your Holy Spirit. We pray, oh God, for the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened. Hallelujah, that we might know the hope of your call, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. We bless your holy name, God. We decrease so that you might increase. Have your way, O God. We create an atmosphere, Father, for you to be able to move in. And God, I pray that the words that come out of my mouth will penetrate the hearts of your people. Let it be you, O God. Speak, O God. Speak healing. Speak deliverance, O God. Hallelujah. We bless you, O God. We worship you in this place, O God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Have your way tonight, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. O Father, we worship you. We adore you. And we honor you in this place, God. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, somebody needs to be healed on tonight. I pray, God, that even as they listen to this word, so you said, then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, that even as they hear the word, God, that their faith is built up. And even as their faith is built, God, that they will receive that that you will have them to receive. God, let them receive healing, God. Glory to God. Even God to, to come into agreement with those that they know that need healing. For you said you sent your word and you heal. And we give you glory and we give you praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Tonight we're talking about the gifts of healing uh, in the power gifts. Power gifts being once again the gift of faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healing. So we're going to talk about that. And so first of all, we want to say that what is the meaning of the word healing? Uh, The word healing, according to um, the Random House College Dictionary, means to make whole or sound, to restore to health, and free from ailment. 
you know, that is powerful. You know, we want God to, to make us whole. We want to be sound in our bodies. You know, uh, there's nothing worse than walking around trying to operate, trying to be your whole self, and you have infirmity in your body. And sometimes, you know, the enemy will make us think that, you know, that's the way it's going to be. But God says, I have come to make you whole. I've come to make you sound for this very reason. He died. He died. Uh, the Bible says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all my iniquities, and then he heals all my diseases. So he want to make us whole. So, Father, we thank you right now that your word says that even in Isaiah that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon us. And with your stripes, we are healed. So, Father, we release all doubt, unbelief, all unforgiveness. Father, cleanse our heart, purge and purify us. We receive your healing right now because it's your will that we be made whole. You said this is the confidence that we have in you. That whatever we ask according to your will, and we know that healing is your will. Whatever we ask according to your will, we know that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of you. So, Father, we thank you right now that we are healed because your word says we're healed. We're whole and we receive it now. We receive it for everyone that's connected to us, for our children and for our children's children. So, yes, healing means uh, to make whole, sound, to restore to health and be free from ailment. It also means to cure. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, we're not against medical science. You know, God has given us doctors. And so medical science have done great and wonderful wonderful things. There are even some doctors who believe in Jesus Christ. They pray before they go into the operating room and they pray over their patients. And we thank God. But when we talk about the gifts of healing, we're talking about the supernatural. We thank God for what the natural can do. But we thank God that we have a father who sent his son so that we can be made whole, so that we can be forgiven of our sins. You know, forgive, Lord, you know, look at the order of that scripture. He forgives our sins. In other words, we don't want anything hinder, hindering our healing. So we have to forgive. Even as Christ has forgave us, we have to release people. So if, if, if there's anyone in your life right now, just release them. Father, we just release everyone who have offended us. Anything that we might be holding in our heart, we release it. Not just for their sake, but for our sake. Because we don't want anything hindering uh, the healing power of God working in our life. So you said you forgive us of our sin. You said if anyone come to the altar, you said leave our gift there and and go and be reconciled to our sister and sisters and brothers. So, Lord, we thank you right now, God. We just release all unforgiveness, all everything that would have attached itself to us that we didn't even realize of offense. So we released it now, Father, and we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ cleansing us and making us whole in Jesus' name. So what are the sources of healing? Physical healing can occur through the following ways. There is the prayer, uh, prayer of faith. I was going to say the prayer. Uh, there is prayer. Prayer. Uh, we've been instructed to pray in faith when it comes to the sick. The sick. Uh, James 5, 11 through 12 says, Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer. This is the NIV version and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person. Well, now who said this? This is the, this is coming from the Bible. It says, um, that is in there. Is there anyone a sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil. Now listen to this, anoint them with oil 
in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. And if they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Now, how is that possible? We just got finished uh, saying that he forgiveth our sins. And, uh, and he forgives our iniquities, our sins, and heals all our diseases. So we know that that is the will of God, that we be healed, that we be made whole. And I believe that's Psalms 103. Psalms 103 that says that. Yes, it is. That's correct. So Psalms 103, he, he forgives our sins, our iniquities, and he uh, heals all of our diseases, all of our infirmities. So um, the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith coming from James, the fifth chapter. We can pray. We can uh, get the, you know, we've done that. Those who've been in church understand what the anointing oil is. We get their oil. We lay hands on people and we pray the prayer of faith. And James also said the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. So they didn't just tell you to pray. They said that if you pray, you know, if it's, it's and, and amplified says the effectual, heartfelt prayer. And you're praying with your heart, you know, in tune to God. God, Lord, I believe you for healing. And you are releasing your faith. And the prayer offered in faith is going to make the sick person well. And that means it's not always immediately. And uh, sometimes when it says make the sick person well, that means you might pray. And they are, you know, it might you might pray more than one time. But the bottom line is the prayer of faith is going to save the sick. They're going to be saved. They're going to be healed. And sometimes they're healed immediately. And sometimes they are healed gradually. But nonetheless, they are healed. And so I heard someone say this one time. They said, um, you know, uh, when you, if you're, if you're having some symptoms or sickness and you take the word of God and you don't see any re- results, increase the dosage. Amen. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you're struggling with your faith or seeing the manifestation, increase the dose. Continue to speak the word of God over that situation and, uh, and uh, anoint with oil. And so we are uh, instructed to pray for the sick. And the Lord promises to heal. Uh, So once again, don't allow your faith to be hindered when you don't see that person healed immediately. Continue to pray. So number one is the prayer of faith. Number two, the laying on of hands. Jesus taught us to lay hands on the sick and to expect them to experience divine healing. Faith is still needed, uh, is the needed ingredient for this. So, you know, it talks about, um, James focuses on prayer. And so, um, now we're specifically talking about the laying on of hands over in Mark the 16th chapter, verse 15 through 18. It says, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, signs will accompany. I'm reading from NIV. I'm going to say they, these signs shall follow, but that's King James. The NIV says, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. Now, we're talking about starting a ministry with picking up snakes. People take stuff to extremes. And when they drink uh, deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. Now, listen to this part. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. There's something There's something happen here, happening here. There is something happening here. Glory to God. I'm about to speak in tongues, y'all. Can't hardly talk. Glory to God, because I felt the presence of God when I read this scripture. It says they will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. And one of the reasons why I felt the presence of God, because that is a ministry that God has given me, is to lay hands on the sick. And I've seen certain degrees um, of people get healed. And there are some things I really want to see God deliver. 
uh, people I really want to see him deliver. But, you know, you have to increase your prayer, increase your fasting in, in order to increase that anointing, that anointing. And so we're, you are getting ready, God, to stay with me because we're getting ready to go into this gift and, and look at it. And also notice that the word gift is plural, it's gifts of healing. And we're going to tell you why in just a few minutes. But I like teaching on this because, you know, the more you teach on it, the greater your faith becomes. And so there are, uh, when you look at the gifts of healing, we begin to talk about the healing anointing. Um, and there are degrees. There are degrees. And some people have success in one area and other people might have a success in a different area. Depends on where their faith lies. And then where their faith lies in the anointing will flow in that area. So he says, you will place your hand on sick people and they will get well. Once again, if it doesn't happen immediately, you just continue to pray and release your faith. Release your faith. And sometimes they're healed immediately and sometimes they're healed gradually. So so once you laid hands and you prayed and you believe God, you're not sinning, you don't believe God. You continue to speak the word. Lord, your word said by your stripes that uh, we are healed. Your word says we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Your, your word says himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness. Hallelujah. And so we continue to confess to the full manifestation of that come to pass. Continue to lay hands because that, that is the, the anointing being transferred from your hand to the sick body. And so I'm laying hands and the, 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 the anointing is transferring. Glory to God. And Lord, I thank you for our faith being strengthened tonight. That even if we don't see it the first time, that we won't draw back in fear and doubt and unbelief. That we will continue to press forward in faith and lay hands again and fast and pray till that thing is broken. In Jesus' name. Now, my faith is getting built just by, you know, cons- consistently staying in the Word of God and teaching this. And so, laying on of hands, okay? And so, um, there was someone in the Bible named Luke. He was a, a, a physician. He was also an apostle. And so, um, you know, he traveled with the apostle Paul um, when uh, he traveled and, and, and ministered throughout. And it says in Luke five thirty one, Jesus answered them, is it not the healthy one who need a doctor, but the sick? So he was basically um, saying here that it's not those who are healthy that need a doctor, but those who are sick. So um, we understand that Jesus understood the value of the role of the physician. So he understood. So we don't teach against that. Okay. Um, so there are several means of healing. We, we, you know, we know that there's a natural doctor. But this is not supernatural, but this is this is healing, no doubt. This is healing, no doubt. There are natural, natural or nutritional means. The scripture teaches that our nutritional practices uh, affect our medical condition. Uh, history and personal experience confirm the fact around the world uh, that, you know, nutrition also can lead to healing and health. First um, Timothy 523 NIV says, it says, stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. Now, that was culturally related because of today we have medical science. We also have um, knowledge of natural remedies. And so uh, back in that day where they didn't have all the advanced science and, and, and medicine that, that we have today, they would drink a little wine for the stomach state that helped with the illness. Now, today, we can't use that as an excuse for um, medicinal purposes because we have uh, we have access to so many other things we have access to uh, natural medicines and we have a- access to to herbs and and so many different things we have so much knowledge especially since the world wide web there's so uh, many nutritional ways of um, you know feeding our bodies the right way so that we can be healed but we're talking about 
supernatural. But I wanted to mention that because we are not against those things. Those all of those things work works uh, in here hand in hand. You remember Dave uh, Daniel? I'm sorry, Daniel. He would not um, uh, eat the king's meat, but he ate the, the the vegetables and the beans, and how it caused his countenance to be um, bright and his health and his strength to be you know for him to be strong and healthy. And he was more healthier than those who ate at the king's table. So God is not against uh, nutrition. But um, when we talk about the gifts of healing, and all the nine gifts are supernatural gifts. But I did want to mention that. So um, when it comes to uh, the gifts of healing, your faith must be engaged. Um, you know, build yourself up on the word of God. Um, let's read a few scriptures. Mark 6, chapter verses 4 through 6 says, Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his own relatives, and in his own home. And it said he could not do any miracles there except he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. So the people that did come to, to him, he laid hands on them they were, uh, and they received uh, healing. Here again, we see the laying on of hands. But it says because they did not honor him or accept him, and many of, many of them did not even come to him because they said, well, it's not that, that not uh, Joseph's son. So they wouldn't even come to get prayed for because they did not believe in him. They just knew him as uh, Joseph and Mary's son. They did not believe that he was Jesus, uh, the son of God, or that he could heal. And that's very important because if a person is ministering to you, and you are already looking at that person. Oh, I know them. You know, ain't nothing to them. This, that, this, that. And you don't believe in that person. It actually af- affects, um, you know, their ability to administer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Healing uh, to you because, first of all, you're not going to come to them. You know, so that that right there is unbelief because, you know, even even though they might be anointed, if you don't believe that they're anointed, then it's not going to work for you. It can work for the person that's a stranger that's standing next to you and they believe or they they will come and they will believe. But if if there's uh, if there's someone who's just familiar and they don't believe that that person is anointed, then it's not going to work for them because they don't have faith. They don't believe and they won't come. And so um, uh, that was uh, Jesus. And he said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his own relatives, in his own home. Acts the 14th, chapter 9 through 10. He, he listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed, and called out, stand up on your feet. At that, the man jumped up and began to walk. So here we see Paul uh, administering healing through faith. Glory to God. And so um, let me say this about Paul. Paul was a consecrated man. He was in, he says at one point he was in fastings often. He also said in one point that he, he said, I speak, he said, I speak with tongues more than you all, letting us know that he had a prayer language where he spoke in tongues. And so he was a man of prayer and he was a man of fasting. So when he began to look at the man and told him to stand on his feet, he was uh, in a place in God where his faith was, um, his faith was just operating in his life, and, and so was the anointing. And we're going to see that a little bit later as we begin to read about some things about Paul. 
get all and let me go ahead and mention how he took the handkerchief he took aprons from his body and they cut him up and made handkerchiefs and the uh, anointing that was upon Paul went into uh, the people and they were healed and it drove out uh, evil spirits uh, from out of them so we know that Paul was a man once again of, of, of fasting and praying he also um, it said he saw their faith and he called out stand up on your feet and the man jumped up so this is healing in operation in his life and so the so we should place the responsibility to heal where it belongs on God's shoulders it's, it's not on our shoulders but it's on uh, God on God so um, healing is powerful the gifts of healing is powerful and it don't always operate the same way so you know one person might uh, get a person healed one way and that don't mean that God is going to um, lead you that way he might lead you to do something uh, differently. And sometimes the gifts uh, work together. Sometimes God might speak through a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge and the person uh, receive healing. But tonight our focus is mainly on the gifts of healing. And so um, the scripture I was talking about, we're talking about Paul took the handkerchiefs and aprons. And I was just sort of looking for that uh, while I was um, giving you some information. But Acts 19 and 12, sometimes the Holy Spirit will just prompt a scripture. And I might not know the exact location, but I will remember the, what it says. But I like to read it sometimes. So I said, let me find this scripture here. Acts 19 and 12 says, So that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, and the disease departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Isn't it powerful that a person can be so anointed that the anointed anointing uh, goes into their clothes and then whoever comes in contact with that, it can um, not only drive out the diseases, but every evil spirit. So let me say this uh, so that you understand that all sickness and disease is not due to a demon spirit. That doesn't mean that everybody's um, sometimes it's just due due to a, a weakened immune system. Uh, it, it can be due to a lack of nutrition and it causes the, the body to respond in a certain way or become weak. And then there's sometimes there is the presence of demonic spirits. That is why when we read the scripture, it says that uh, diseases departed from them and evil spirits went out of them. So there were diseases that were in them and the evil spirits that were causing diseases. So sometimes um, some things are a result. Uh, We see, you know, children who are malnourished and how they get certain diseases and sicknesses and illness. Or, or the, how the body can break down due to a lack of rest or not eating properly or lack of, you know, like I said, lack of sleep and whatnot. And, or even, even stress and all these factors playing in can cause your body to become vulnerable and open to, um, you know, sickness. And so sometimes if there's a demon spirit present, but either way, the anointing drives out the spirit. It drives out the disease. So shouldn't we be seeking God for him to anoint us with his power through fasting and praying. So we're not the healer. The healer is God. He is the one who possesses the healing power and not us. So we should never forget that. Um, Job, you know, Job prayed to God. And, he, and, and when he cried out on behalf of his friends, God healed them. So we see healing manifested from the Old Testament to the New Testament. But it is our job to pray and believe God uh, so that God can demonstrate his divine power through us uh, by healing the sick. 
So uh, also Acts, the fifth chapter, verses 12 through 16, the apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people and all the believers used uh, to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. Um, no one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. And as a result, look at verse 15, Acts 5 and 15. As a result, people people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them. As he passed by, crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits or unclean spirits, and all of them were healed. Glory! Hallelujah, Jesus! All of them. Lord, we thank you for the anointing that destroys the yoke. Glory to God. And it shall come to pass in that day, Isaiah think 10, 27, that the burden shall be removed from off of your shoulder and the yoke from off of your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. How do we increase in the anointing? It is through fasting and prayer. Uh, when he... When uh, the disciples could not cast the demon out of the boy with the uh, the lunatic boy, you know he was um, he was uh, mute and he was being thrown into the fire, and so the spirits had control of him, and the, and the disciples couldn't cast him out, and so they asked Jesus, why couldn't we cast him out? He said, how be it? This kind does not come out but through fasting and prayer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, Lord, help us, Father, to discipline ourselves, to seek your face, God, so that we will see yokes destroyed and bodies healed. Because according to Acts 5, glory to God, in 16, it says, Crowds gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure or unclean spirits. But what gets me excited is the last part of that verse. It says, And all of them were healed. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, God, we thank you. We give you glory and praise for the healing power of God. We thank you that you will uh, revisit your people. Glory to God that you will allow us to walk in these places where we will see the healed. Everyone healed. Glory to God. We want to see them healed. We want to see our loved ones healed. We want to see our children. We want to be healed ourselves. We want to see all being healed in Jesus' matchless name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to go a little bit further. Just moving my notes around just a little bit. Um, glory to God. Hallelujah. The purpose of the gifts of healing is to, to deliver the sick and to destroy the works of the devil in human in the human body. Lord, we thank you, hallelujah, for stirring up the gifts in your people. That, Father, your people begin to enter into fasting and prayer. That we will see the sick healed and delivered from the works of the devil out of our bodies. The gifts of healing are given by God for the supernatural healing of disease without natural means from any source. That's when it's supernatural. Somebody need to say that's when it's supernatural. Glory to God. Every one of the nine gifts of the spirit are supernatural. You know, uh, sometimes we have limited knowledge on how they work because, you know, they might work different with different ones. So um, one thing about the um, ministry of healing that Jesus brought this ministry to prominence by his own ministry. And then he gave the uh, authority to his disciples to heal the sick. And so, um, once again, these uh, gifts, the supernatural gift has nothing to do with medical science, although we do not um, 
you know, talk against medical science, but it, it has sustained us, you know, until our faith got to a level where we could actually believe God. So remember that um, Paul, you know, when he was shipwrecked on the island of Melita, Melita, um, Luke was with him. And during that time, you know, Luke didn't do anything, never said anything about Luke, you know, uh, treating the sick. But it did tell us that Paul had laid hands on the sick and the super te- supernatural power of God began to heal. And so we know that the gift, the gifts of healing, being plural, being plural, is a supernatural power from God. This is one of my favorite scriptures right here in Acts 10, 38. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So Jesus did not minister as the Son of God, but as a prophet anointed by the Holy Spirit. You know, um, you know, during the time he was growing up, you know, all the way up until 30, we never hear about him healing anyone. Not until the Holy Spirit had descended upon him in the form of a dove to anoint him to, to minister. Matter of fact, he came out of the wilderness. And when he came out of the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights of fasting, he went into the temple and began to declare, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? Because he has anointed me. Why was he anointed? He was anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. He was anointed to set the oppressed free and those who were captive by sickness and disease. He said to let the oppressed go free. He was anointed to open up blinded eyes. He was anointed for the lame to walk and for the dumb to talk. That is why he was anointed. And so if Jesus was anointed as a man, as a prophet, how much more must we fast and pray so that God can anoint us? For this purpose was Jesus manifest that he might destroy the works. So we need the anointing. Yes, we need faith in the word of God. But we also need the anointing because there were times where when uh, the disciples were praying and Jesus was praying, he says he healed them all. So, Lord, we need your anointing to see people get healed. We, we can operate in faith, but we also need the anointing because we're talking about the gifts, the gifts of healing, the gifts of healing. So there are multiple ways we talked about the gifts of healing through prayer, through laying on of hand. Uh, you know, the gift uh, is used to operate in all these different areas. Um, the gifts of healing, laying on of hands, prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise them up. Glory to God. So, um, you know, we just need to learn to yield ourselves to God. We don't know how God is going to do it. We just know he's going to do it. In 1 Corinthians 12, 28 through 30 it says and god has set in the church first apostles now this is the ministry gift not the gifts of the spirit this right here the apostles secondarily prophets thirdly teachers after that miracles now he went into the the, um, the gifts of the spirit miracles then gifts of healing in other words those who operate in the office of the apostle and the prophet and, and teachers uh there will be times where you know if they go further enough in god that they will see miracles uh, work if you go further enough, you know, sometimes we don't go further enough in prayer. Sometimes we don't go further enough in, in fasting. Sometimes we don't go further enough in understanding what the word of God says. But he says that that miracles can come after this. I love this right here. After that. Now watch this. I, 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 the Holy Spirit is revealing this. He says, 
Um, and God has set in the church first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers. Now watch this shift. After that, then gifts of healing. After that, miracles, first of all. So in other words, he says, when I call you to these offices of apostles and prophets and teachers, he says, after that, you can begin to believe me as you, you know, move into these offices, these ministry gifts, you can begin to believe God for miracles. You can begin to believe God for those, these gifts to manifest, manifest healings. And then he goes on to talk about helps and governments and diversities of tongues. And so helps and governments, we, we're in the office of a pastor and, and bishop. And so diversity is tongue. But he says, when it comes to the apostles and the prophets and the teachers, he says, you should be able to be mature enough in these offices to begin to see miracles and, and gifts of healing. That's the Holy Ghost, y'all. That's the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So if you're operating in the office of the apostle and prophet and, and teaching ministry, if you if you go further in God and begin to seek him, then you should be able to begin to see, I should be, not we should be able to begin to see miracles and, and gifts of him. So we got to stir up these gifts through fasting, through prayer, through worship, through practicing his presence, uh, through saturating in his word, through saturating in prayer to until we become conduits of his anointing where he can flow through us. The flesh is not going to get any. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lord, that's why the flesh has to die. You know, our intellect is not going to get the glory. Yes, we need to, to be a student of the word of God so that our faith is built. But it's not through our intellect. It's through our spirit man that has been anointed with God. We can teach, 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 teach. But until we get over to the supernatural, the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. And so when the life of the spirit is activated on the inside of us, that is in the belly. Glory to God. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so we begin to activate as we die out to the flesh and become conduits of the power. We begin to activate those gifts. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lord, stir up in us, Father God, and let the waters of the Spirit begin to flow. And as we die to the flesh, Lord, anoint us, God. Let us carry the anointing and the mantles. Oh God, the mantles it and let our let us become equipped, Father. Help us, oh God. Hallelujah. Even as we study, oh God, to just exhaust the text and to, to eat the word. Let our minds be renewed. But help us not to stop there. But help us to go further. In prayer and worship and fasting. Seeking out the deep things of God until just like someone digging for uh water. And they, they're digging in that dirt. Digging in that dirt. It's, it's like we are travailing and groaning. We're digging. We're digging deep. And all of a sudden you hit a gusher. And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit begins to spring forward. Glory to God. Lord, let us hit a whale. Let us hit a main. Let us hit that deep place where you begin to spring up out of us. Where we are stirred. Where our flesh becomes so broken through fasting, praying, and seeking you that there is no hindrance to the flowing of your spirit because no flesh is going to glory. We're not going to say what we did. We did this and we did that. That's the flesh talking. 
that flesh has to die. In the beginning of the teaching on the, uh, the healing series, we began to talk about two different streams. We talked about the gift of faith being one stream of healing where you can just believe, not, not the gift, I apologize, um, but not the gift of faith, but um, standing on God's word by faith. So we talked about two streams of in, uh, healing when we first began to talk about the healing series. And we said that you can be healed two ways. And that's, and one way was just simply by having faith in God's word and standing on his word. Lord, your word says thus and thus. Your word says by these signs shall follow them that believe. You said that I can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You said that if anything I ask according to your will that you hear me and I can have what I, whatever I say. And so you build your faith up. Uh, let me read from, um, here it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mark 11 and 24. When ye pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. What is the, what is them? Whatever you believe in God for, if it's in his will, and we know his will by his word. His, he, what is his will? His will is, is that we prosper, be in hell, even as our soul prosper. So we these are things that have been given to God, uh, given to us by God. So Mark eleven twenty four. 24. When ye pray... When, when you pray, not if you pray, when you pray, believe, believe what? That you receive what you're praying for. You got to believe it first before it manifest, manifests. Because if you ain't got to believe it before it manifests, then it's not faith. Faith goes into the invisible realm and pull out what you need. It's, I know it sounds, it's, it's not that easy. But you, you practice it. Exercise is not easy, but you practice it. And we keep, we keep practicing until we get stronger and stronger. Father, you said in your word, I'm not going to say something contrary. I'm not going to go against your word. You said, if I believe it, come on, Holy Ghost. I thank you, Lord, for strength tonight. Thank you for strength tonight, Father. Believe that you receive it. Come on, so Guys, my faith is being strengthened tonight, even as I teach you. Lord, I believe been believing you for a long time for miracles to take place i still believe somebody needs to say i still believe i'm standing by faith now you know we have to come in line sometimes things are delayed because we're not doing what god told us to do as we begin to draw nigh to him he'll draw nigh to us sometimes we get down there and pray and we don't get the breakthrough because we pull out too soon sometimes he tells us to go on a fast and we don't get the breakthrough because we pull out too soon and he come on so Lord, forgive me because I've been guilty of pulling out too soon before you, before I got my breakthrough. You remember, um, you remember Isaac, how he prayed. He he. Um, no, I'm sorry, Jacob. It was Jacob, not Isaac. The Bible says Isaac sold in the land in the same year, reaped a hundredfold. I was talking about that earlier today, but it was Jacob, and <laughs> Jacob wrestled with the angel, and he was so determined that he was going to get an answer, that he wrestled with the angel to daybreak and wouldn't let him go. That's the kind of prayer we're talking about. Pray even to the breaking of day. Oh God, you come on Father, you've been promising me this for a while. Forgive me for pulling out too soon, pulling out of the prayer too soon, pulling out of the fast too soon before I broke through. Sometimes you might take that prayer and that prayer might turn into an hour, it might turn into two hours, might turn into three hours, might turn into four, might turn into five, might, might go into the next day. You might have to pull out and rest and then start back again the next day. But he says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. You know, we can sit there and watch a Netflix series, 
you know, we talk about, I can't pray. Well, maybe you, you know, maybe you can't pray that long. And then you have to keep practicing until you get, you know, get there. We all do. Start out, you know, worshiping and praising God. You know, meditating and reading a scripture and listening to this music I'm listening to now. Um, it's instrumental. Let it play through the night. Let the scripture play through the night. Keep on, keep on, keep on climbing that mountain. Come on, come on up higher. Glory to God. And just keep on, God. Put pressure on it. But, you know, it, when you take the pressure off, then, you know, you don't let up. Then you put the pressure back on. And then you take it. See, we have to stay there. We have to stay there till we break through. And I've been so guilty of pulling out too soon. Lord, help me, God. Help us, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you for breakthrough. That we shall break through. We shall break through. And there have been many times that I've gotten an answer to prayer. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I I have uh, pulled out and never seen God answer my prayer. That, That would be... Are wrong. I've seen God. I've seen Him move so many different ways. Um, got so many testimonies of God's miracles, and so yes. But there's some things I'm still believing God for, which is why I say sometimes we pull out too soon. But there have been many things I've seen God do. I've seen Him heal. I've seen Him um, cause miracle finances to come, and um, and so He takes us from level to level, from glory to glory. So there's some things that you know. Um, may require more prayer, more fasting, you know, so uh, we know that God hears our prayer and he answers, but there are some things that are strongholds. There are some things that um, are bound by demon spirits and it requires for us to fast and pray more. So, you know, um, don't think for one minute that I have not seen God do some miraculous things because I have. And so you, when you're hungry for God, you want to see greater and greater and greater and so you want to begin to see greater miracles. You want to see greater moves. You want to see greater breakthroughs. You know, um, you see God do some things and then you want to see him do some other things. And so you never stop until you get a breakthrough. You know, we're not going to say that Jacob didn't see God move. He did see God move. Um, you know, he was at a place where he, he was um, in the presence of God. He says the presence of God, yeah, I didn't even realize it. Angels was ascending and descending. But there was greater. He was greater. He wanted his name to change. So isn't there something greater that you want God to do? You've seen him move. You've seen him work. And you say, God, if you can do this, I know you can do this right here. And so the disciples had seen, you know, he gave the disciples power to cast out devils. And he said, I I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. But they came against this one case that was stubborn. They had seen people, you know, getting healed. And they came back rejoicing, saying, God. and Jesus said to them, they said, don't just, don't, don't rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in the book of life. So we want our names to be written in the book of life. But um, even though they saw demons cast out, they came against this one case that didn't want to move. And they couldn't cast the devil out. So they came to Jesus. And the man wanted his son healed. healed. And so Jesus said, well, you couldn't cast him out because of your unbelief. He said, this kind. And I don't know about you. Glory to God. Sometimes you come against a, a case where it, it, it requires this kind. It requires greater levels of fasting and prayer, as Jesus told the disciples. So we've seen him work and we've seen him move. 
But there are some things that we want God to do in our life. There are some strongholds. And we believe by faith that they're coming down. And that we're going to continue to come in agreement with one another. And we're going to come in agreement with the Word of God. We're going to come in agreement with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has a memory. The Holy Spirit has been here for a while. And so the Holy Spirit knows how to move. We just have to yield. And so um, we we are believing God for great and mighty things to take place uh, in our lives, even now and even in in the days to come. So the uh, two different streams we, we talked about a while back. Is uh, believing in God's word and standing on his word and the stream of the anointing that flows. So um, the gift of the gifts of healing being plural is powerful. It, it, it is powerful. Uh, once again, uh, one person might be used one way and another person might be used a different way. One person might be uh, uh, used where they see success in certain areas. Uh, For example, and some people might see um, people getting healed of cancer through their ministry. Another person might see in their ministry that they have success in getting lame people to walk. Another person might have more success that every time they pray for someone deaf, they begin to hear. Another person might have success where every time they pray for someone that has uh, migraines that they get healed. Or maybe they can't talk and they've been successful in that area. But certain certain people have certain bends um, where they they have certain places where they are yielded more more so than others to or seek success in more areas than others. Maybe because that's where they had to exercise their faith at. Maybe the first time that they exercised their faith and got a breakthrough that somebody actually got up and walked, and they said, "Okay, well I'm gonna do this again," and it worked. You know, maybe it took a while for it to work the first time, and then maybe. Uh, they kept praying and they got a breakthrough in that area. So now they they got um, an anointing in that particular area. Somebody been, maybe have prayed for someone for a very long time who was uh, deaf. And finally they got a breakthrough. And so um, they started exercising that particular gift. So that's why we say gifts. Because you can get a breakthrough in one particular area and then you keep ministering in that area. Not saying he won't use you in other areas because it's according to as you yield yourself. But, you know, you keep pressing in on that particular thing until it breaks. Let me say it again. You keep pressing in on that particular thing until it breaks. Now, you know, even as I speak to you, I hear the Holy Spirit talking. You keep pressing in until it breaks. If it, Whatever it takes, whatever it requires, fasting and praying, you keep pressing in until it breaks. And, you know, the enemy comes to distract us, to get us off track. You know, um, you know we can get off track and... You know, uh, get pulled out of our lifestyle of prayer. Get pulled out, maybe because it's a job that's um, pulling on us, and and it has disrupted our schedule and gotten us off track. And maybe a trial came, and you know, um, now all of a sudden, you know, you are discouraged, and and you, you don't pray like you used to, and you don't fast like you used to, and you don't think that. You can never get that place back. You know, you don't lost your momentum. You don't lost your place. I'm talking to somebody. And you remember where you used to fast and you used to pray. And now it's like, my God, you know, I'm trying to get back to that. And I got this going on and I got that going on and all these distractions and all these things. But little by little, you know, begin to put some things to, to the side. Those things that you can't put aside, work around. But meet with God. Get a set time that you're going to meet with him. Set aside some time. 
you know, um, it, you might start out at six in the morning and then you find out, okay, that's not working. That might have worked for a year and all of a sudden your schedule changed. Then you set your time at eight. And it's good to have a set time because it, it uh, breeds consistency. Not saying that you don't go through the day worshiping and meditating because I do. But I'm saying when you meet God at a certain time, it helps bring discipline to your prayer life or to your fasting life or to your study life. And that's for to help us. We can fellowship with God all day long, speaking to ourselves in Psalms, as Ephesians said, in Ephesians 5, speaking to yourselves in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to God. You can do that all day. I have my worship music going on in the car, and then sometimes in my car on my Bluetooth, I'll have my scriptures going, my Bible app. And then I get at school, I'll pray. I try to meet God at the same time at school, you know, um, so that I can build consistency in my prayer life. And so, ye come on sotabakataya. Now, that was for somebody that you, you know, you've been wanting to build consistency in your prayer life. And I, that's just coming up out of my belly. You need to set a time. If you want God to restore you, then you got to start somewhere. Even though you worship God through the day, go ahead and eat alaman sotabakataya. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Father. Set, set a time. Set a time. And then, you know, maybe set, set a time at noon. If you can't pray, pray at noon, then find another time that you can set. And then in the evening, you know, you might consider the time at 6 o'clock or 7 or whatnot. But begin to set times. And, of course, in between, if you get time in between, you know, turn on the Bible app, uh, read a book, read a chapter, expand your knowledge, listen to somebody else's point of view because sometimes you're seeing through your eyes. And, of course, God speaks to us and gives us revelation. But he gives everybody revelation in a different way. Um, you know, they might, he might give them a revelation about the same thing that you're reading. So sometimes, you know, after you have prayed, after you've read your Bible, then, you know, read a book and start on that book. But get some routines and habits, new uh, habits developed. And then you'll find yourself talking and walking with God in between. In between. Glory to God and, and learning to how to abide in his presence. So we thank God. We thank God that he has done great things in our life. And we thank God that he is going to do greater things in our life. We thank God for the prayers that he has already answered. We thank God for the prayers that he's going to answer. And those stubborn areas where we have not seen a whole lot of success, we're going to increase the dosage of prayer, increase the dosage of the word of God. Increase the dosage of our fasting until it breaks, until it breaks. It makes me think about a rock. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's in the earth. You know, people have boulders and stuff, and when they have the machines, and they're moving the boulders and the rocks, and sometimes they'll come across something like a tree that needs to be moved or something that's got deep roots in the earth. I hear the Holy Ghost. And in order to get them deep roots out, they might have to use a different type of machine or either use more pulling power to uproot that thing. There are some things that have gotten rooted in our lives, maybe in our children's life, rebellion or sickness and disease. And it seemed like those things won't move. And so um, we have to dig deep. We have to dig deep because those things get, sometimes those things have deep roots in the 
uh, in in the cells, in the body, in the mind, and having roots running all. You know, when a, a tree has roots, those roots run every direction. And when you pull that tree up, you know, sometimes those roots are still in the ground. And you have to get the roots out. And the machine has to go deep to get those roots out. So sometimes we got to go deeper in the prayer to get those roots uprooted up out of us. Deeper in the fasting to get those roots uprooted out of us. With man, these things are impossible. But God is the God of possibilities. With God, all things are possible. There is nothing that's impossible with God. He is the God of possibilities. He is the God uh, of all things are possible. And there's nothing too hard with him. And we have to move in faith and move in the supernatural. Glory to God. We thank you, Father, for our homes. We're just creating an atmosphere that's conducive. Oh, God, that we are your temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are a, we are the house of God. Our bodies, we are the, a lively stones built into a spiritual house. So we invite you, Father, to come into our temple even the more, grow stronger as we die out so that the power of God can be in our life, God, so that we can pray, oh, God, over sickness and disease, that those things are being uprooted out uprooted out oh god go to the root of the thing and pull them out father pull it out of our children pull out those roots of of rebellion and sickness and disease uproot now in the name of jesus for those who are listening to this prayer i decree and declare healing is their portion now those strongholds that have taken root I curse those strongholds from the root. I curse sickness and disease. I curse high blood pressure. I curse lupus. I curse Down syndrome from the roots. I curse autism from the roots. I command the stronghold to loose its hold now. I bind the devil now of in the spirit of infirmity commanded to loose his hold now in Jesus' name. We only speak your word. Speak only the word. Speak only the word. We don't speak doubt and negativity after we have prayed the prayer of faith. But we decree and declare healing is our portion and the portion of our children and our children's children. We shall live and not die and declare the works of God. Father, we decree and declare with long life will you satisfy us, our children and our children's children, and show us your salvation. We are standing on it. We're not going to back off of it. We're going to stay with it. Glory to God until the breakthrough happens and it shall come to pass. It is so. It is now. Now faith is working now. Our children and our children's children are being healed now. We are being healed now from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Healing is happening now in Jesus' name. And we will get the testimonies and it shall be so in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. So once again, we've talked about the gifts of healing, but since we're talking about the power gifts, we want to come back to it. Uh, In the very beginning of the series, if you will go back to the healing series, at the very beginning, we talked about two streams of of healing, a healing by faith and healing through the healing anointing. And um, we talked about uh, fasting and praying for healing. So go back and look at the healing series on Spreaker. And once again, this is Word Alive Bible Study. And, and uh, we will be here every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Um, we are sharing these teachings to Facebook th- um, uh, through the Spreaker app. Uh, where you can share it through. Uh, it, it, you can share it to Facebook. It automatically goes to YouTube. Share it on LinkedIn. And it automatically uh, shares to iHeart and um, different other streams. But, it, but it's out there. 
And so I pray that it is a blessing to you. Uh, it's a blessing for me to study it and to teach it and to see these things manifesting in my life and in the lives of those who are connected to me. So God bless you. Um, healing is needed. We need to see miracles. And I believe that they are uh, happening as the people of God begin to pray and seek his face. So, Father, we thank you tonight for the word of God. It shall not return void. It shall accomplish what you please, and it shall prosper in where it has been sent. You sent your word, and you heal. And so we thank you for those under the sound of my voice and everyone that they're connected to in our families, God. Our children and our children's children are experiencing healing now. The fire of God burn right now that the evil one will not touch uh, anything or anyone that belongs to us. For we are surrounded by your glory. Your anointing is upon us. And Father, help us not to give any place to the devil. Help us not to open up our hearts through unforgiveness and bitterness. And help us to just let it all go and, and just walk in love above all things and trust you. We thank you for it. We, we thank you. We are victorious. We have the victory. Now, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. The enemy may come in, but like a flood, God will lift up a standard. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Good night. See you next Wednesday for Word of Life Bible Study. God bless. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.